really don't understand what's going on, but we are live here on Facebook and on PSN Radio. So if you want to have excellent sound quality, go over to psn-radio.com and you will have an awesome chat room to be involved with and uh, you will definitely enjoy the chat room over on PSN. And we are here on Facebook as well. And I don't think anybody knows I'm live on PSN. I think there's a huge delay. Here, let me put this here. Okay, it's all good. Okay. I told you I'd be on time. I said I'm here. What's the big beef? All right, so tonight, not a good night. Not a good night for you guys. I'm a little pissed. Yeah, the Rich Giordano Show, we talk about the things that other shows really just brush on. I like to focus on the negative stuff, and I like to call out all of my fans and friends on Facebook. And I know it's it's a joke, Facebook. I know. I know. Don't think I don't know. I know I don't have 5,000 friends in this world. I've really only got, like, two. Maybe. Mom and Dad, that's it. Not even that. So... Tonight's show, we're going to talk about the, the thing that's pissing me off. And then we're also going to talk about some of the best sightings of the year. Maybe, I don't know. I do want to talk about, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, everybody who's listening on, on PSN Radio. I uh, also want to talk about the E.T. Whisperer. It's going to be a good one. This is going to be great. Yeah, the E.T. Whisperer. I don't know anybody who's been talking about the E.T. Whisperer. I wasn't (laughs) until somebody at my office says, Hey, you should check out the E.T. Whisperer. And I'm like, tell me more. (laughs) This is a channel on YouTube that... You can call in or, or chime in. I don't know how, they, how they're doing their show over there. I just take what I did. I, I briefly watched one of their videos because th- supposedly they talk to aliens live on air. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they channel them, and it's the most unbelievable thing. And if I didn't have this Facebook video going, there's got to be a way for you to find out about... I mean, I can do their videos for you. I can watch it and, and emulate what they're saying. And, you know, that's not as fun as watching the real thing. So I don't know how I can get sound out of the computer and play it over the air for you. It's something I just am not... I don't think I'm capable of doing it since I have to have this on a certain speaker for me to listen. It's it's unfortunate um yeah what what am i have them on that is a good idea i am going to have the et whisperers on the show can you imagine having these people sitting there cuz i watched a minute and a half of a 10 minute video and this was my reaction while i was walking my dog at 4 in the morning I'm, I got my phone in my hand, and I'm, and I'm watching the video, and I see the guy trying to channel 
the aliens and this is me. This is me. You won't see my eyes, but I'm like, no. Oh my God. This is my reaction. Oh my God. This is, oh my God. How stupid. Oh my God. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I kept saying, oh my God. Oh my God. No way. Oh my God. This is great. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God. I can't wait to talk about them. And then I'm realizing as I'm thinking all these funny thoughts and uh, interesting thoughts and uh, I'm thinking, how can I actually play it on air for you guys? The only thing I'm going to do is when the show is over, I'll put a couple of links to Facebook. And um, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to play these videos and I'm going to do what they're doing. So that's basically the only way. I could do the show. I don't know if I can hear them, though. That's what's going to piss me off to no end. If I can hear them. We can fake it. Okay, so that's going to be talked about. Also, um, wow. The Baltic Sea UFOs. I don't know if anybody's even following it anymore. Or maybe I'm just a little behind, but they're... Are you familiar with the Baltic Sea UFOs? Anyone? Because if you're not, you're missing out on something that's absolutely amazing. And there's this UFO crash off of a New Zealand island, this total abandoned Gilligan's Island type of thing. There's no trees. It's just this like two-kilometer island or four miles, whatever it is, where you can see a UFO skidded in the sand about 4,000 feet into the ocean, and it looks like the Baltic Sea UFO. So we'll talk about that. You know, we just did. Well, that's the show. So I hope you guys had a great time. Um, we did two hours and seven minutes. I think that's a record. So um, I'm joking. Believe me, if I could leave, I would. I can't, so I won't. I, I mean, I could, but I won't. I mean, I could... But it wouldn't be good for business. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then we will talk about what's pissing me off. And also, I'd like to start off the show with something interesting, more or less. Um, no, no, I take that back. While I'm talking about something, it will transition into why I'm pissed off. And then I will get into... The good stuff on the show. Well, welcome to the Rich Giordano Show here on PSN Radio. I am happy to be here Sunday night, December 11th. The Cardinals are out of the playoffs, almost officially. The Arizona Cardinals, I said they would only win 10 games this year. They're not even going to win 8 games this year. They could be, they should be 10-3 and three or something like that. Yeah. But they're not. They just blew it. Their special teams blew it. This is me trying to find some to buy time to get to what I need to talk about. Because the UFO community is so messed up. The paranormal community is messed up. And I don't know if anybody knows, um, but there's a radio host who I used to be on their channel, Dave Scott of Spaced Out Radio. He posted a question to all of us on Facebook. And the question was, 
something that I've always been into. What's wrong with ufology or what's wrong with the paranormal? What's wrong with the paranormal? So a lot of people were thinking UFOs. A lot of people were thinking, you know, it's all messed up. The money, it's all about the money. It's all about fakery. But I want to go over and read a lot of those answers to you because I find them interesting from people who are in the know. But before I get to that, I'm going to keep looking it up. I am going to tell you about a sighting that I happen to have posted a video on my Facebook channel, The Rich Giordano Show. It's facebook.com forward slash The Rich Giordano Show. That's how you find me. You don't find me by my name. You find me by The Rich Giordano Show. And um, I posted what happened, what I saw on to Facebook. So you can go there and watch that when we're done here. But I'm going to talk about it a little more in depth because the video, <laughs> it's part of why I'm pissed off. It really is. It really is. It really is. So this sighting I had, never had one like it. Never thought I would uh, ever be scared uh, watching something in the sky, but this is the first time I've ever had any chills, any thought that something could actually be happening to me, that something may attack me, who knows, may get me, get me, it's going to get me, um, but no man, um, I'm sitting out there, I go to this place, um, I started sky watching in the morning when it got colder out, and I'm out there, I go to this special place, and it's in a football field or in the middle of a track field next to a football field at a college that I live next to. So I go over there, and I sit down, and I get all cozy. And not long after, I find that I'm seeing something that has a yellow. It's a, it's a light, and I thought I was seeing... Um, you know, a typical, uh, what do you call it, satellite. So I'm looking at this light, and it's yellow. I've never seen a yellow light look like a satellite, so I figured, well, maybe it's just my eyes. Maybe it's just the haze in the sky. So I'm watching this thing, trying to think of everything that it isn't and is, and it turns, and it, it it's heading from east to west, but it turns towards the north, and then back on track towards the west. So, or from, no, it's heading, wait, it's heading north from south to north, and then it turns east, and then it goes back north. So I see this thing do like a zigzag, and then it went south, and then it came back and started heading north again my god that's hard to remember as I'm multitasking so I see this yellow light and then it just turns off like a dimmer switch just slowly goes off okay so I say wow I've never seen anything yellow before there's a good one that's good deal that's great then out of the corner of my eye I see an enormous flash of light and I didn't see the object the first time, but I saw this flash, 
And it's not the first time I've ever seen the flash. I've seen it a lot of times, but not as bright as this, where it looked like somebody took a picture of me. Like, I'm in the field. I'm, I'm not supposed to be trespassing. I'm on this college ground, and I'm not supposed to be. So I figured maybe somebody's spying on me, right? So I continued to look in the direction of the flash, and then I saw another flash and it was awesome and it was closer it seemed closer because it was brighter and i have seen flashes before like i said in and most of these objects that we see at night and james gilliland who's going to be on psn radio i think on the 20th or somewhere in this next week or so he's going to be a guest on supposedly on psn radio I don't know if that's still going on, but I can't wait to get into his brain because a lot of people see these flashes like I do, and they're just Iridium Flare satellites. James Gilliland, and you can go online to Heavens Above or something else, I can't remember the name of it, and you can see where all the Iridium Flare satellites are coming from. And Iridium Flare satellites differ from the other satellites that are up in orbit because these have big solar panels that are huge. And when two hours or so before the sun rises and about two hours after the sun sets, it's the curvature of the Earth and the rotation of these satellites that cause this reflection beam down to Earth. So people see these things and if you go to heavens above or heavens whatever it is you can see how long these stay lit how bright they get lit up to where they're heading and they always go in a straight line and then once in a while i think that these iridium flare satellites spin so fast that once in a while they will just flash like what i saw like it's just a flash and it's happening so much, they're spinning so fast that the reflection is just way too quick. So it looks like a flash bulb is going off. But I've never seen anything like this. And James Gilliland, I think, has made a buck or two on the Gilliland Ranch telling people that he can summons the UFOs, the Iridium Flare satellites, because he knows where they're coming from, when they're going to appear what time of the year they're going to be around, when they're the brightest, how many will show up. I've captured over 20, 30 of them in one night. So he can easily fake people. And people would go to this ranch and they'll play kumbaya and do all this shit. And he's just lying to them. You know, he knows where these are coming from. And people don't know. You would never know if you didn't research it. I never knew until I researched it that there's Iridium Flare satellites that are powering up as Gilliland says. Oh, they're powering up. I can feel them. Look to the north. Look to the north. There they are. There they are. And everybody's like, Gilliland, you're like God. He can really, he can talk to aliens. And so the hoax continues. And he's still out there and, uh, you know, doing his thing, I guess, faking people out. Well, anyway, he might be on PSN radio soon. And when that happens, I've got to talk to him. Hopefully I'll be allowed.
because I know what he'll say. No, no, we we definitely know they're not Iridium flare satellites because we we do we do check. Uh, we go to this and we go to that website. No, no, we we check. I'm sure they check which ones that aren't going to be the brightest, and they tell you not to look in that direction. Uh, Mafugina, it just makes me angry that a lot of people just don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. So if you don't do the research, how are you supposed to know that Iridium Flare satellites do this? Anyway, so I see this really large flash, and I am like, okay, I haven't seen any flash like this in a long time. So I have found in my pocket by accident that I had a laser pointer in there, and I thought I lost it. It's just been in a jacket I haven't worn since last year. And this is a super powerful iridium flare laser beam now it's a it can it can pop a balloon it's a, it's one of these ones that can you know heat up objects and burn them it's a, an incredible laser and uh supposedly it can go 10 miles in the sky but if you point it at the sky it looks like a laser point i mean like a like it's on a wall i mean you can see the beam go on forever it's it's amazing so if i'm with someone and we're sky watching all i gotta do is whip out that laser pointer and go check it out see that star right there and there's no not knowing what i'm talking about or if there's an object up there so i take out this laser pointer and i and i shine it at the place where i saw the flash and it flashed again and I was like, oh, no, it didn't, because that's never happened before. Could it be a coincidence? Yes, some time has passed, maybe a minute. Maybe I just got lucky. So I whip out the laser pointer, and I'm like shaking it back and forth, like I'm writing in the sky. Actually, I wrote my name in the sky, like with tracers, made little tracers on it. So I wrote, I was writing my name in the sky, and then I did a few beep beeps right at it. And the next thing I knew, the object was right above me and flashed so bright that it lit up the field I was on. And it wasn't an Iridium Flare satellite. There's no way. They don't flash that bright. Can you? Is it possible? Yeah, I guess. If it's really dark out and it's really low. Because like I said, I've seen flashes before, but nothing that would light up the ground. This lit up the ground. It was very, very bright. Very bright. So I, I kept flashing the, um, the laser pointer at it. And I didn't see anything. And then I just happened to look a little bit to the southwest. Because this thing was right above me. It came from the west. So I'm looking in this direction. And I saw two parallel like beams of light. Green. And my laser pointer is green. But I saw these streaks go through the sky. It was if it was like two lines just came from the north and or came from the north and, and headed to the west. And they were dim. It wasn't like they were extremely bright. If I wasn't paying attention in that area, I probably would have missed it. But these two beams perfectly parallel to one another, I saw them. Was it two objects? that were just streaking through the sky, was it? I've seen similar streaks before when I captured my um, city in the sky. That's on video. And that night, I did see what looked like shooting stars going through the sky three times in pairs, mind you.
Didn't catch it on video because it happened so quick. I just wasn't able to get the camera over there. And that's pretty much what it, I mean. I, I mean, I didn't have a cat. I had my phone with me, but there's no way I could have captured this thing that, that, that night. There's no way. It's a phone. They suck. So I'm out there, you know, it's um, around 530. And I stay out there for a little while longer. And then I get home and I'm like, well, I maybe I'll just post this to Facebook video so I don't forget it. Go in my book, make a few notes. Because I keep track of everything I see. I write it all down. I date it. I, I write everything in. It takes about an hour sometimes, depending on how long it lasts. So I post it to Facebook. Oh, and by the way, when when I got home, you know, roughly 30 minutes later, my eyes were burning like you wouldn't believe. And I had a really bad headache. And for people who listen to me and know me, I always talk about how I don't sleep much every night. I may sleep a couple of hours a night, three hours the most, maybe catch an hour nap in the afternoon. But I definitely don't sleep straight through any night at all. I definitely don't. And yesterday or the day after, all day Saturday, I slept probably 20 hours. I didn't even eat all day. I slept on the couch. I didn't move. I had my TV was on and they had the trilogy of Star Wars, you know, episode four, five, and six. I slept through all nine hours of that. I woke up and it was the ending, so I missed everything. And my headache was still there for a while. Actually, it was there until the following morning. And that probably had to do with not eating as well. So I don't know. But my eyes still burn today a little bit. And I've had some ringing in my ears that comes and goes. I don't know if it's because I'm laying down for 20 hours or what. But this sighting was real. It was something that excited me and when I was looking up in the sky and I saw the flash I saw the flash one more time and it was just a bright white crystal clear flash I couldn't tell how far away it was but it when it flashed it was it went as as bright as a full moon like the circumference of the moon at full moon but flashed like and it was clear man I mean it was like it was so clean. I, I can't can't describe it. It was like the flash was perfect in a way. It was. It didn't hurt my eyes. You know what I mean? It's like you look. If a, you ever look at a um, or see a flashlight, like the bulb burns out in your kitchen or something. It was like a bulb burning out. It's like somebody took a picture, but it, it didn't hurt. I, you could stare right at it. It was pretty cool. So, I don't know. Well, anyway, so no video, all right? I I know, that sucks. I didn't catch it on video, but I made the, the, um, what do you call it, the the video description of it, and I posted it on my Facebook page. And I thought maybe people would want to say, you know, wow, this happened to me. Because I asked, has anybody ever seen it? Anybody know of anything like this? Hardly anybody, even like 129 people looked at it at a 5,000 on my Facebook page. 
And I don't know, man. I thought people would have commented on it, I guess, or maybe have related to it or have seen something or maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm so out there and so uh, sure of myself that maybe nobody feels like they need to comment or watch that video or comment on it or say anything or or maybe they're afraid I'm going to say, hey, you didn't see it. I don't know. I just can't figure out why nobody's seen, you know, hardly anybody commented on it or watched it. It was just weird. I don't know. I figured it would have more of an impact, which kind of pissed me off in a way. You know, I, I don't care about getting hits. I don't have a website. It's Facebook. I get it. But I figured, you know, there would be a lot more support, a lot more people coming out and saying, yeah, that's happened to me. You know what it is? And maybe there was an explanation for it. But maybe I've explained it enough that people realize I know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know everything. All I can do is just, you know, tell you what I know, what I see. And uh, all the years behind me, I can only say it was probably an Iridium Flare satellite. But I don't think so. Not after seeing the two laser light beams and the yellow light. It's really strange. Dog didn't react any differently. He didn't even care. Didn't know anything was going on. Usually... As people say, you know, when there's a paranormal event going on, the animals can sense it. They can sense it, Rich. They can. They can. Well, he didn't. He didn't. (laughs) He didn't. Nothing came out of it. Anyway, I didn't even have any dreams. Didn't have any marks on my body. So it was probably just nothing. Just a headache that freaking lasted forever and burning eyes someone said i think it was william or eric morse who said you know your your eyes could have been burned because what was flashed down on you could have been toxic in more ways than one could have been bad for the eyeballs remember in close encounters of the third kind when richard dreyfus he was sitting there and the mailboxes were shaking and the ufo came around and was on top of him and then it was the these flashing lights were on you know ving 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 and then he's like covering his eyes and he had that half moon tan he had the moon tan like a 50 50 bar well maybe the maybe uh, that's what happened to me maybe i had a couple of flashes that was weird because i saw that thing it was it was west of me and then it was like closer almost above and then it was above me i mean it was directly above i laid flat down on the grass looked straight up and it was right above me when I saw it flash the last time. So, I don't know. Don't know what to say. I'm just a little upset that people didn't come out and get involved with it. Yeah, well, if it was you, then congratulations. You have a UFO and you're not sharing it with the world, Agent Willis. Yeah, so that sucked. That was a really good sighting that was fun and interesting and went down with a thud. I don't know. Facebook sucks. I freaking hate Facebook. I really do. I don't like Facebook at all. I don't like it for for what it is. I think it's a government tracking thing. I think they watch everything we do. And it's a way for them to see what we're doing at all times. It is. It really is. I am trying to find this 
post by um, by Dave Scott on Spaced Out Radio, his post of the um, of what's wrong in ufology or what's wrong with the paranormal. Let me see if I can find it because that's what I've been doing the whole time I'm talking to you. I'm trying to find this damn thing, and I did a share on my my own page. Let me see if I can find it. No, I can't. I, why is it? Is it different? Is Facebook totally different? Okay. I see it here. What do you see as the biggest problem in the paranormal field? And when I say paranormal, I mean everything from cryptids to ghosts to UFOs and aliens. Let me go. Let me go here and see if I can find it. So, a lot of people were basically saying um, there's so many fakes, you don't know what's real. Of course, we all know that. But the main problem, and I wrote my heart out when I posted it. Nobody gave a shit what I said. Nobody fucking cares about the truth. I post, and you know what? One guy commented back and he says, this is for the angry ufologist. Angry? Fuck you. I'm telling the truth. This isn't anger. I'm just telling you what I know, you dick. That's what I don't understand. That's why I got to find this. Because if I can find this, then I can read to you more specific about what these goofballs were saying. And it really made me mad. It's so stupid. People are so stupid. It makes me, oh my God. I To the anger, because I said Jaime Mosan and Mufon, my two biggest points of concern in ufology. I know, I say it every freaking week, right? But you can't get it in out there enough to let people know that Mufon is is totally, it's about Mufon. They, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about the fake shit. They, they follow the fake shit and call it real. Jaime Musan knows that everything he gets could be a balloon or fake or whatever. He doesn't care if it looks good, it is good. That's all these motherfuckers care about. Mufon, they want to charge you fucking money to become a member. Anybody can join. Anybody without any experience. Anybody who'd never held a camera. Anybody who's never looked up in the fucking sky. It pisses me off. And Oh, you're the angry UFO guy. Fuck you. Angry? I'm the most truthful person out there. That's angry, I guess. These are pussy fucking people. I hate these fuckers. Angry UFO guy, you know, you gotta calm down. You gotta calm down. You shouldn't shouldn't say that. These are good people. No, they're not. They're ass fucking holes. They're just like you, because you don't get it. Oh, I can't wait to get this guy's name and just put him on air. Fuck him. Here it is. I found the fucking link. Oh, that's the first one. He re re put it, reposted it, but I gotta find the original one. Makes me so mad. Jaime Hassan's a good guy, you know. You shouldn't say that about people, man. All right, here we go. I think I found it. There's some 94 comments. Uh, when I find it, I'll let you know. Here's what Edie Billimer, Cato, trolls. This is the pro. This is what do you see as the biggest problem problem in the paranormal field? And when we mean paranormal, we mean everything from cryptids to ghosts to UFOs and aliens. So just like Dave said. Tell me your side. I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine when I'm done. 
So this this lady says, Trolls, everyone's tearing down one another's work because they research differently or have had an unexplainable experiences or have had unexplainable experiences. Just check out the Facebook page, Coalition for Critical Thinking and Bigfoot Research. These people are mean and nasty, name-calling, trolling, making lists of researchers they make fun of. It's just terrible. Seriously. Here, Bob Davis writes, The Coalition... Okay, wait. This is Edie. She said... What'd she say? Name-calling, trolling making lists of researchers they make fun of it's terrible yeah because people who search for Bigfoot are wasting their fucking time all the evidence has been tested that was supposed to be legitimate evidence and it came back as just bear deer and dog hey we got no beer we got no dog we got a bear and no Bigfoot sit down here and we'll sit in the wood no Bigfoot. That fucking show they put on every week, the Beefro or Afro, whatever the fuck it is, the Bigfoot research faggots, they they go out there every week. Oh, I heard a, heard a tree. I heard a tree branch crack. That sounded like a Bigfoot. That was a Bigfoot. I know it was. Here's what Bob Davis writes. The egos of some people who are more interested in the cult of personality than the subject at hand. Shut the fuck up. The cult of personality. I had to put something in there that was cool. I gotta write something that was in a song. Yeah. Cult of personality. Yeah, I'll put that in there. Great song. Great comment. One for me, Bob Davis. Notice how everybody sounds like Bob? Mm. Hold on, I'm gonna keep drinking. Because this coffee is really pushing me over the fucking edge. Alright. I'm going to view the previous comments here. <clears throat> Let's see what these other people said. Oh yeah, they call it Squatch. We're going Squatching. It's a Squatch! Just say a fucking Bigfoot. Squatch. God, I hate, I hate that fucking show. I do. I really do. I'm going to keep this up here. What What is this here? There's some people here in the chat room. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I wasn't reading this chat room. I got to pay attention. Jesse wrote ufology because not recognized as a credible field of study by mainstream and uh, collegiate institutions makes it a rough road towards establishing mainstream credibility. If there were a degree of masters in ufology established, Mm, I can't speak. It would eventually create a legion of professionals that eventually would command respect and momentum of the field to a totally new level. Yeah, if there was a real study of ufology in like college or something, forget about it. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll create a class. Why not? Hey, there's no reason why I can't do that, be a teacher of ufology. Shit. That would be awesome to have that in a school. That would take off like in each state, I think, if, if somebody started that. You know what, Jesse? Jesse from UFO Not Radio wrote, wrote that comment. You know what, man? You may have just kicked my ass into another gear. Believe it or not, 
I could have the energy to teach this fucking ufology to people or any any of this stuff. That would be, dude. I am gonna investigate because I live across the street from a college, and if I went over there and said, "Can I ask you something?" If I was a professional in the field of ufology, would you let me teach it here? They'd be, they would laugh. Oh my God, I gotta do it just to get a reaction, just to to secretly tape them and their answers. God, that would speak volumes, wouldn't it? If I go in there and did that and had a conversation with them about why we need to teach our people about ufology, I it would the course would probably shut down after a semester. Probably would. And I guarantee it. I guarantee it would be the greatest class you'd ever taken. Yeah, <laughs> Professor Rich G. I'm prof- I know, my actual professor name would be Dick. Professor Dick Giordano. <laughs> Jesse, I'm not kidding. I'm going to take a recorder with me. And next weekend, I'm going to go to the college and I'm going to ask them. I'm going to shave everything. I'm going to wear my best clothes. I'm going to go down there. I, I mean, this is something I would do. This is right up my alley. I can do this. I can do that. Professor Dick G. DG. Dick. And everybody would say, oh, what course are you taking? I'm taking dicks. You're taking dicks? That You mean the sexuality course? No, no. Dick Giordano. The UFO guy. They, everybody would call me the UFO guy. And I go down in history as a J. Allen Hynek of ufology. And they would sing songs about me. And they'd say, we're going UFO watching. We're going to go UFO hunting. No, wait. Let's just call it you. No. It's got to be like squatching. We just got to, like Bigfoot, they call it squatching. We're going to call this. Oh, I don't know. Anybody got a, anybody got one? <laughs> you know, there's nothing funny about ufology. That's the f- that's why we can't come up with anything. UFOs are real. Bigfoot isn't. Squatch is funny because it's fake. And that's why you can't come up with something funny to say when you're going to go UFO hunting. It's UFO hunting. I'm going to do it. So, Jesse, that is interesting. That is a problem with ufology. People don't take it seriously because it's not a main main course you could take. A main course. <laughs> yeah, it's the appetizer, I think, right? And then Agent Willis, uh, no, oh yeah, he's the one who said they call him Squatches. Jesse, thank you for the nice comments on the show. Um, It's getting, yeah, that's right, in that uh, Bigfoot research group, they say it's getting Squatchy here. What's that guy's name, Elmo? What's the, 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 the dork who can barely get a word out because he's so baked? He's so baked off that Seattle weed. Well, maybe that Portland weed, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's getting squatchy. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to try to communicate with Bigfoot. You ready? He does it the best. He does it the best. What's his name? Elmo? Elmo does it the best. Elmo, come over here and do, a, do, do your howl. He can talk like no other Bigfoot. He sounds like a Bigfoot. He's tall like a Bigfoot. He's hairy like a Bigfoot. This guy could have been Bigfoot. That's why we take him with us. Okay, here he goes. All right, guys, I can do this. I'm going to UFO. Oh, wait, I'm going to squatch my ass off. You ready? Here we go. 
got joint. Man, that was good. Shh, shh. I hear him. I hear him. And then all of a sudden you hear this. You hear. Was that a knock? They're knocking. Knock back. Get the piece of wood. Get it. Go get it. And they grab this fucking two by four out of their car. Okay, I got a two by four. They got Hacksaw Jim Duggan with him on one episode, I remember. And he hits the tree and he breaks the wood. Next thing you know, he disappears. You can't find him. Where'd he go? Oh, no, wait. That's the monster. That's the monster men. That's the monster hunters. <laughs> I love it. Every show, they almost catch that Bigfoot in a cage. Oh, my God. Uh, this is what's wrong with the paranormal. It's shows like that. Isn't it? It's shows like that monster... The monster men or whatever it is, the hillbillies that are always going after a yeti or a swamp monster or the goat man was one episode. And I can't watch it. I've watched it. You watch it once and you never have to watch it again. Bobo. 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 Oh, my God. Bobo got hit with the Bobo. That's because he couldn't say his name when he was younger, I think. What was his name? Uh, Bob <laughs> and he couldn't say his own name I call myself Bobo that's a perfect name for that retard he is a fucking retard and he talks his mouth barely moves when he talks have you ever noticed that it's like he's afraid to be on camera or afraid to be in front of people but he'll talk and, he, and he'll be like he'll be interviewing somebody and he's like so you think you can tell us a little bit about you know what you saw in the you know when, when the Bigfoot came by I mean, he barely opens up his mouth, and he's like, oh, really? Well, that sounds really good. Mountain Monsters. God, Agent Willis, thank you. William. William. <laughs> Why Agent Willis? Why? I keep thinking Jeff Willis is here listening in, ya homo. Why you got to put that on there, Agent Willis? Well, I guess you don't want the trolls knowing who you are, so I guess that's why. And forgive me, I didn't mean homo as in homo. I meant homo as in... Oh, you know what I mean. Mountain monsters. That's what you wrote. Oh, mountain. So the mountain monsters, that's a problem, is the TV shows out there. A lot of these TV shows, like that one and uh, Bigfoot Research Group, huge problem. Those guys, those Bigfoot guys are so... I mean, they have one smart guy in the whole group, I think. I don't remember his name. Millionaire, whatever his name is. Moneymaker, Matt Moneymaker. He's probably the smart guy on the team. They have a smart guy, a dumb guy. They got a curious guy, and then they got a guy who's just a dude. Um, they've got like four different personalities there. And um, that rounds out their show. You got, oh, they got a, the girl, the lesbian. I thought it was a guy. I keep thinking she's just a regular dude. Yeah, they got the dyke. The dyke's on the show. She's she's the skeptic. She's the only one that's normal. And her and Matt Moneymaker. Why is Matt Moneymaker even doing this show? I have no idea. But he's one of the worst. They hear shit that is like a mile up the mountain. And they go, that's a squatch. The fuck? That's not a squatch. That could be another guy out there just fucking fucking with you, you dick. God, do I hate TV sometimes. All right, so um, back to the uh, what's wrong with the paranormal, uh, biggest problem in the paranormal field question. Here's a guy, David Chance. 
He writes, and I haven't seen a lot of these because more people, and the next one coming up is about me. Um, this guy, David Chance, writes, I don't know what the biggest problem is. Perhaps it is human emotion and the way people form beliefs and commit to ideas prematurely. That's a smart answer. And lack of critical thinking skills. God damn, this guy listens to me. How many times have I said that on this show over the years? Lack of critical thinking skills. I've been saying it forever. It's your lack of critical thinking. And he said it is a problem with society in general. Couple that with arrogance and self-righteousness. Yes, yes. You have a combustible mix. This guy's smart, David Chance. It is also people not treating other with kindness and respect. Fuck you. <laughs> Especially those who they strongly disagree with. Is it possible to be respectful of each other, yet still mitigate the influence of hoaxers and crackpots? Example, he writes, uh, people who have bad character or muddling or muddled thinking. No, David. Let me tell you a little story real quick about a guy named Robert Thorson. When I first got into UFO radio and UFOs, basically, there was a guy who listened to the show named Robert Thorson. And he would say he sees Bigfoot. He sees aliens in the trees. He sees ghosts. He saw a demon. So we said, well, show us your video evidence. And his video evidence was recorded on a camera that could only be viewed through a TV that was connected to a VCR. So you got the grainiest video of absolutely nothing every week. And we would tell this guy, bro, you're not seeing anything. That's not good evidence. You cannot use that as evidence. There's, we don't see what you see. We have to see what you see to agree. Don't you agree? He goes, no, I, I see it all the time. And that's how he really talks. He really talks like that. No, no, no. I, I, I saw Bigfoot. He was on my neighbor's porch, he said. And uh, I've seen him walking down the street, just walking down the street. I've even seen uh, the men in black in, in one of their cars, and it was hovering. It was hovering down the road. And I got it on video. He shows us the video of this car hovering down the road. And it was the heat that comes off the pavement that made the car a mile away disappear. Uh, the wheels were gone because of the heat. But you could see the wheels in one or two frames. You know, it wasn't a perfect uh, hoax or perfect trickery of light. But this guy was so out there. Believe it or not, now, 10 years later, people look at him like he's God. And this guy's got an IQ. He's never made it past the sixth grade. He was a meth addict. He was a, on crack cocaine. He smoked weed. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you mix it all together, there's something wrong with that. He admitted all these problems he had. He had a very bad temper. He started every fight we ever had. So yeah, it is possible to be respectful of each other. But these people with no critical thinking skills who are fucked up in the head for some reason or another they get angry at you they start yelling they start threatening i never threatened a guy he's i mean he would post angry videos about me he would say he was going to rape my wife uh, you know the first chance he gets i mean he talked about doing violent shit he even called the cops on me i'm in arizona he's in fresno california and he thought i was at his house and he called the cops on me. Did they ever call me? No. But you know what he did? He videotaped the cops coming to his house. And he posted it 
on Facebook or wherever it was or MySpace at the time. And he played, and, and the, the title of it, Rich, Rich Giordano had the cops called on on him and so-and-so. And you listen to this video and he's videotaping the police without them knowing, which is illegal in California, by the way. Arizona, you can do it, but in California, you can't. I don't know about other states. But um, if you're videotaping a, a, a police officer, you got to let them know in California. That's that's what I heard anyway. But he posts it. I mean, this is the, the mind of somebody who thinks they see Bigfoot next door, aliens in the leaves of trees, name a hundred other things. This guy's videotaped. He says planes are not actually planes at all. That they're UFOs making believe to be planes. Why would a UFO need to make believe it's a plane if they have cloaking technology or they can fly so fast or nobody would believe it if you caught it on tape anyway? Why would they have to make believe they're a plane? It's the dumbest thing. So, no, it's not possible to be respectful to each other. I'm sorry, David Chance. You're a smart guy, but this is not the place for you. All right, so... Trevor Wozny, this is the guy who called me the angry ufologist. I don't know. I, 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 it is about me, but it's not as bad as I thought. He says I deal with UFO. He he says I deal with ufology mainly. And then he says the angry ufologist. You know, like he's talking to me. I find that the prevalence and pervasiveness. Now, why do people like this? Try to use words that they don't even use in their daily life. Nobody's going to say, well, it's my prevalence and pervasiveness. Anyway, just talk like you normally would. Just write it down like you normally would. You're not smarter than anybody. You're as dumb as they come. And then he writes, uh, I find that the prevalence and pervasiveness of the hoaxes, frauds, and downright lunacy. Well, that made no sense to me. Um, I could fill your whole show with this subject. See my site, for examples. That's not the guy. There's another guy who wrote the angry ufologist or angry UFO guy. I guess it's way after. Um, <clears throat> so we need to get Trevor Wozny on the show. I'll get him. Here's, uh, oh, I think I see it. It's a few more down. Let's see. Here's Jim Kolisnik. Too many dead-end groups that follow the tactics of other groups Groupy groups, <laughs> groupie, <laughs> groupie groups is what I like to call them. If you don't create your own methods and views, then go sit and watch your group on TV and leave the research to people with vision. Uh, this girl, Vanessa Hogel, writes, it's ego, hands down. Alan Alves writes that um, I was a skeptic, Freetown State Forest, means nothing to the topic of discussion. Here's a guy, Richard Giordano. Oh, my God, I think this is the angry UFO guy. Is this him? The problem with my field of major interest is ufology. I do not care if you get offended or if your research is in ufology by what I'm going to say. It all starts at the top with groups like MUFON and people like Jaime Mosan. Both are go-to in ufology, and it's a major problem. With MUFON, it's charging people a fee over $40 to become an investigator. Anyone, and I do mean anyone, can become a field investigator for MUFON if you take their test and pass it. This offends me to no end because I've got over 80,000 hours of sky watching, and although I know what to look for, I can still be fooled with mundane objects looking like a UFO. I'm a radio host who does the research uh, 
um, it's, it's, I wrote so much I can't even follow it who does the research and with all the interviews I've done and the thousands of hours sky watching I am someone who knows BS when I hear it and see it these people who are new to ufology um, with little to no sky watching experience should not be a MUFON investigator there are fantastic people who are in MUFON um, but for the most part it's the process of trial and error that makes you a trusted researcher. Once you pass MUFON's test, they just give you an outline of what to do and how to do the research while on the job. With MUFON taking just about anyone who passes their test to do the research, for them it pisses me off that there could be a UFO report with global, global implications unknown at the time, and this new agent may be sent to investigate and make every mistake imaginable. Are you kidding me? Even with their outline to guide you, it's the lack of experience that could damage the evidence. Which is a perfect segue to my next example of what's wrong with ufology. Jaime Mossan. Jaime Mossan has been... Man, this guy's pretty smart, although he writes erratically. Jaime Mossan has been in the field of ufology since the mid-90s and is regarded as the most go-to, quote-unquote, guy in ufology. What the fuck? This guy is in ufology for money. If you believe otherwise, then just look at the Roswell slides he promoted as real. We all know how that turned out. He was also on an hour documentary in 2013 about three UFO reports in Mexico defeated Jaime in the final segment defending his authority on UFOs by looking at a video of balloons floating in the sky and calling them a UFO. <gasps> and so on and so forth. All right. Here's this person, Everett Themer. The biggest problem is the term parapsychology. Little of what ghost hunters do today has anything to do with the original studies of parapsychology. To say you are studying certain phenomena under that banner takes the power away from the experience. I don't, I don't know. Oh, boy. I'm just looking for more. Robert White, non-sharing of information, backstabbing people, disbelief of evidence, envy of the next group's equipment, the inability to actually help those in need, and only interested in self-validity. Great. That is 100% correct. Everything Robert White said is wrong with the paranormal, the world. Sandy Selig says, I think there's a lot of distrust amongst the people of the governments. Great. Here's another one from Terry Rowe. Ego, stupidity, fame, entertainment-based mindset, dog-eat-dog, dumbasses, too many empaths, and not enough brains, uneducated dopeheads, egotistical women, nice, lack of knowledge in photography, nice, YouTube cowboys that are in it for the production. No knowledge in science-based theory. Yes, exactly. Everyone wants to have their own group. Yes, have too many paranormal names and now there's a hundred million of them. A lack of wanting to work together for the common cause. Territory, should I go on? No, but yeah, everything I've experienced in this field since the TAPS and ancient alien shows have come out and has made this topic suck. I've been in this since the 80s and we didn't have a lot of problems until production teams began there propaganda on these topics well we can talk about that um, that goes right down to paranormal shows like this how many other shows are there how many shows can can you listen to where you're hearing the same <gasps> shit oh where you're hearing the same shit over and over again which is why I don't need to have certain people interviewed where I 
you know, but I like doing interviews, but I just don't know what would be a good interview at this point of time. I guess people with new evidence. Um, it is. The TV is a huge problem. But it also is, it's a lot of, you know what, if it wasn't for the TV shows, you probably wouldn't even know how to use half the, the shit you get to ghost hunt or UFO hunt. A lot of people don't know in ufology that digital cameras aren't good. They are good enough to you can see something, but I always like high eight, which is why I have two high eight cameras and I have a super Sony high def, whatever the frig you call it, thousands of dollars to make a documentary or do something, you know, that could make money someday. Yes, it is expensive. There's these cameras can go up. I mean, there's you can spend over a hundred thousand dollars on a camera. I mean, the ones you see them using on TV, those are probably if you just bought a standard, not just standard, but like a really good high def camera, let's just say you're gonna have to spend at least four to six thousand dollars for a decent camera that can do editing. If you can do everything on the camera, you don't even have to take a uh, you know, put it connected to your uh, computer. You can do all the editing on the camera. You can change the settings. You can do everything. Um, I'm thinking I'm still trying to find a, a good story here. But you don't realize how expensive it is until you go out and shop for this shit. Oh, and I also wrote addendum. There are no experts in ufology either. There are none. Because there's no UFO pieces hardly and I mean where there's two UFO pieces that I'm aware of maybe three there and you know trace evidence that we can put our hands on and we're called experts experts work with evidence and I said I've been at this a while so I'm I'm called an expert but the only thing I'm an expert in is fakery and lying I can spot BS a mountain away which is true but I am an expert in video and how things can be faked and so many hours of making mistakes and so many hours of videotaping like I taped this I was taping this object I don't know if I ever talked about it but this was on my website and a long time ago it was called UFO exploding with a question mark or star exploding and I captured this object about three o'clock in the morning and it, it looked like it was disintegrating right in front of me. It looked like it was breaking up into pieces. And in the object was moving, you know, from from basically east to west, but it was rising. Come to find out, it was the star Sirius, which is really bright. And I didn't know it at the time, but there was a leaf off a tree branch that got in the way and when it went behind the leaf it distorted the actual camera's ability to focus on it correctly and it distorted it and it looked like a, the object was blowing up if I ever find that video that's a good video I could you could teach somebody on how to look out for shit I also caught something that was called a object hovering in the sky where at first I thought 
it was a huge object. I was in Chandler at the time, and I was looking really low in the horizon. And I see this two long lights. It looked like it was a ship hovering with two rows of lights. So I videotape it, and then a few minutes go by, and a gust of wind or a car drove by is what happened. And it, and it, the object moved. Well, what it was, it was a spider web hanging from a light, uh, street light. And it was a really huge spider web. And I actually posted it for about a day and a half as real to see what people would think. And people were calling it awesome. They were saying it was great. It was getting a lot of hits. And then I came out like a day or two later and said on my show, look, I, I put this up there as a social experiment. And people were pissed. I understand they were mad, but people believed me. And my, my point is, don't believe everything you see because you can be easily faked even by me. So I always put that out there. And I said I'd never do that again, and I never will. But it looked like a UFO was hovering in the sky. It was amazing until it moved. And I edited it a certain way so you couldn't see. You couldn't see it blowing in the breeze. And that's what these fakers do. They put shit out there. They, they capture. Angel knows this. Videotape a plane at a distance. It looks like when it's coming at you, it looks like it's hovering. But in reality, it's coming in for a landing with its landing lights on. And it's just taking forever. But people only show you 30 seconds to a minute. And you can't see any, anything but the light hovering in the sky, which it isn't. Oh, I'd love to take a break right about now. Let me see if I can. I am dying over here. I got to take a break. We've got about an hour left. Let me see if I can do this. Because we can take a one-minute break. Nope, everything's frozen. I cannot take a break. I hate that this freezes. Yeah, well, that's the way it is. Uh, so we'll just... Um, what I'm going to do is take a break for a minute. Just give me a minute. Yeah, there's going to be dead air. No, there can't be. I can't have dead air. That wouldn't be fair. What can I do? I've got nothing. I, I, I have absolutely nothing I can do. All right, give me a few seconds here. I'm going to take a drink, and, and then we'll get back here. So just enjoy the sounds. Not on PSN, but I'm going to take a drink here for a minute. Oh, yeah. Ah, forget the break. I'm just going to take a break and do the show. So at the end of the year, I'm going to quit vaping. And I think I, think I figured out that vaping is so bad for your teeth that I'm quitting. I've got like a couple more bottles of this stuff and I'm going to quit. This shit, I've, I looked at pictures of me a year ago before I even started this, and my teeth were absolutely awesome. And a year later, after vaping every day, they're falling apart. It's the chemicals in the vape that are killing me. They're just awful. They've got to be. There's no other explanation for it. My teeth were awesome. Look at the bottom of my teeth. They're crooked now. I mean, yes, I did fall down the stairs and hit my face on the banister, but that's fine now. Matter of fact, I have to go tomorrow, finally, to get one more tooth taken care of, and then I'm out of pain. Um, all right. So next I want to talk about the Baltic Sea UFO update. 
Are you guys familiar with the Baltic Sea UFO? Anyone? Well, we're going to pull it up here. Yeah. Yeah, we're just taking a little break here, Angel. Everybody. Nobody's really here anyway. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <clears throat> God, it's hot in here. Hold on, I gotta put a fan on. Oh, hold on. Oh. There we go. Okay. Alright, let me go to my history here. Because I have... I don't want to see the fan in this. There we go. <laughs> All right. So the Baltic Sea UFO. Let me pull it up for you. The actually, let's talk about. Let's talk about the ET Whisperer. Let's do that first. It's called Galactic Channeling, the official ET Whisperer channel with Rob Gauthier. Let me see something here. This, this is so amazing. Let me see if I can get this to play. Oh my God, I can hear it. So I am going to do something here. I'm going to I'm going to turn the volume up so loud, and I think you should be able to hear it. No, that won't be right. I'm just going to be the ET whisperer for you. This is unbelievable to me. It's called Galactic Channeling, Venusian. He's trying to contact. Um, it says here, if you wish to speak to any being in your oversoul, galactic family, hybrid child, T-Reb, Aridif, or Metatron, you can go to the etwhisperer.com booking. <laughs> Galactic monthly channeling playlist. Oh my God! Here's the playlist. Let's let's. <laughs> this is great. <coughs> All right. I am going to repeat how this guy is channeling okay what he does he he now the funniest thing ever and I'll show this to you I know there's nobody here but this is great this guy talks to the doesn't talk to the camera I think he's reading cue cards or something to do his monologue or whatever it is but he doesn't even look into the camera look at this It's the Enlightened Evolution Network. And I'm going to tell you right now that this guy, Rob Gauthier, is as gay as a $3 bill. And I don't mean that in a vicious way. It's just a fact. You can tell by the way he talks that he's as gay as a $3 bill. Because he talks like this, and he shakes his head, and he has some serious tones. Serious. 
serious. I just want to tell you that I'm about to channel a Venusian. Now, some people say Venusian. Some people say Venetian. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to do what he's doing. And he says, whoever comes through, you have a chance to hang out, and you'll see. Here he goes. Greeting to all that is Zwardedif. We have a very special treat for you, for this monthly energy, for all yourself, that Rob has come to know as the Galactic Monthly Channeling. And he's talking like this. He's talking like an Englishman for some reason. His eyes are closed and he's like meditating. He says, I'm going to get much closer to your own homeworld. Closest to Earth is what? Solar system. Oh my God, I can't even repeat what he's saying. This is really hard. Hold on. The solar system collective consciousness the planet that you know as Venus is a very special planet. You know, you, nobody's living on Venus, dick. Nobody's living on Venus. Do you know how hot Venus is? It's almost as hot as the sun, you... F <laughs> I'm telling you. The galactic channeling E.T. Whisperer. Let me see. Most of the sensitives in the paranormal are gay. I'm not. No, uh, no, uh, William. I said that. My one of my. I think one of my shows last show maybe that we talked about that. That most of these men and yeah, I said most of the men who are sensitives or or whatever psychics are gay in ufology. Um, that's and I named off several names, and that's because they have to have the sensitivity of a woman and they have to have the brutality of a man because if you have neither you can be none this guy is as fruity as a fruit salad the Venusian energy in this day he says here we go a great pleasure to speak he's with our dearest brother and our dearest sisters. Collectively, we all know the shared energy of something in the solar system, a collection of energy that is beyond the years in your science field so I'm I'm talking exactly like this guy's doing. He's he's channeling a Venusian. This is so exciting. It is beyond the knowledge of mankind's talk history and beyond the understanding of all that inhabit it, each planet physically. Reaching back to times before humans existed there were ourselves. Our own energy shined in our planet, which is much different today than it was long ago. This is where I was like, 
this when I first watched this, I'm like, this is the best. There's nothing better than this. This has got to be the best show I've ever seen. This is by far entertainment that you you just can't put a price on this shit. He's only got 5,200 subscribers, but damn, damn, is he gay. (laughs) The planet that is now seemingly unlivable, that is now seemingly too hot to exist upon, he says, was not always the same planet you see today. So, So the Venusian he's talking to that is now talking to him, is saying that planet Earth is too hot than it was earlier. You know, you know the planet was a lot hotter back then, dickhead, right? I mean, didn't you know that, Rob? Gauthier? <laughs> I mean, we went through the Ice Age, but before that, it was fucking hot, dude. God almighty. That even the planet you see now is what you're not being told what it is. It is much hotter than your planet. It carries a very thick atmosphere. But it is not nearly as inhospitable as your scientists perceived or make it out to be to this day. There are still beings that are second density or animal forms to your eyes, to your minds, that exist on Venus to this day. If anything exists on Phoenix, it better have some block 10 million on. I'm telling you, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But entertaining. Gotta give the guy credit. We come from a different place. We come from a level of consciousness, of a physical consciousness that you call the sixth density. We exist on Phoenix, on Venus today, but not in physical form. But not in a form that you would understand. Of course. We exist in a form that is much higher in vibration or the physical light you see around you. Much higher in vibration, infrared, or gamma rays. In your, the, wait. We exist on a vibrational plane in which everything vibrates higher than your visible light. We exist in our structure, in the Venusian energy. What part have we played in your lives? What part have you played in ours? Of course we share a star at the center that we all revolve around. We share energy of stories in the most angelic form of humankind. We share a great deal of energy that we've shared with humans for millions of millions of years. Yet the one thing that is not fully grasped by humans until it's not how we still remain connected, how we still live in an environment of creation together. Okay, well, I got to tell you, um, when bullshit's going, man, I'm telling you. I could do this, man. I could do this. I could connect with some sort of uh, being. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it right now. Why not? Why not? 
let me try to make connection with a being. Maybe I'll make a connection with somebody from Pluto. Let's try it. Okay, I'm going to try it. I'm, I'm really going to try it. I'm going to give it an earnest effort. This isn't this isn't for show. This is for real. I'm a researcher. Now, I'm going to try channeling any being that wants to contact me. Let me let me get let me get prepared. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Let me get prepared. Okay. Let me get prepared. As I take a hit from my vape pipe, I suck in all of the ganja that is in this liquid form. Let's do one more hit together, shall we? Contacting, I am in my non-physical form. If any of my Pluto peeps out there can contact me, I guess this is the way you're supposed to talk. This is my subconscious reaching out to any being that wants to reach out to me. Wait. Wait a minute. I'm kind of feeling a little lightheaded here. Holy mackerel. Okay. I'm feeling like something is in my chest that is reaching out to me. I, I feel like I'm mind melding with another being. Meek not, noose not, meek not, meek, noose not. That means my name is Trisha. Trisha. And Trisha. Noose not, meek, noose not, got Pluto. She does come from the Pluto, as we call it. But they, they just call it the far planet. She said hello, and I say hello to you. Okay, 
We have been in existence, Trisha says, in existence for over 200,000 years, watching from afar the planet we call Pluto. And we will always be there for you. But you must keep your earth. What does that mean? Keep your earth. What does that mean? You don't want your planet to get too warm like Mars and Venus and Pluto is just a bypass. Wait. Oh, no, wait. It's just a planet. I, I'm losing connection. I lost it. Too far away, I guess. Wow, man, I feel awfully dizzy. Holy crap. That was amazing. What was her name? Trisha? Trisha? Trisha. Like T-R-E-E-S-H-A. Trisha. And if you believe that, then you'll believe the E.T. Whisperer, Rob Gauthier. What a piece of shit crap fuck fest that show must be. <laughs> I gotta get that fucker on the show. We're gonna talk to each other like from other planets and shit. Dude, Rob, let's go fucking to another planet, dude. Let's go to Nibiru. Nibiru is in existence. My Venusian said it is. <laughs> what is the Jesse? Jesse, something did happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Sebastian said, um, "Rich, get the aliens to abduct me, please. I'm not ready for my finals." Sounds like drunk Mexican natives. I'm Mexican, and I swear that's how some of them sound when drunk and speaking their language. <laughs> no, it's tree. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha, the Plutonian stripper. Hey, she felt like she was hot, dude. She was hot. And don't spell the name wrong. It's there. It's Trisha. <laughs> T-R-E-E-S-H-H-A. <laughs> and then you got to put this. L-O-L. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. She's coming back. Oh, God. God, that hurts. Hold on. God, that hurts. Sebastian. Tonight. Oh, wait a second. Translate. Good night, Sebastian. She said that um, this is for Sebastian, that tonight she will visit you, abduct you, and may take you back in time for your finals. That's all I can say. That, that's all I can do. Holy crap, hold on. There's another being coming in here. I don't like this at all. Who is this? Richard, this is Jaime Mosan. Jaime! Jaime's here. Jaime, what are you doing here? Richard, 
There is something you need to know, my friend. Keep this between you and me, okay? Okay, what? I come from the planet Marsosa. Marsosa? Oh my god, Jaime, I knew you were not human. You were too short, too hairy, too weird, and you believed everything I, that anybody said. But Richard, that is not true. It's very expensive to make a mannequin to look like an alien. You know this. You know this is true. You must follow your heart, man. You must follow me. I am the go-to guy in ufology. Jaime, where are you going? He's gone. Yeah, I, that was weird. Jaime came right in. Fucker, man, he's not. He's from Marsosa, which is short for Marsosa-san, which is Mars. Everybody knows Marsosa-san is Mars. Anybody can make up this shit. It is so stupid. If anybody believes there's people talking to the Palladians, like... If there's anybody thinking they're talking... Oh, my God. Here's a galactic channeling Sasquatch. This is the guy... This guy, Rob Gauthier, which is short for Rob Gay, means he says he's going to talk to Sasquatch. I'm going to repeat what he's saying when he talks to Sasquatch. Let's hear how to talk to Sasquatch. I'm very interested. Believe it or not, since we've been doing the show... Oh my god, this guy's as gay as a $5 bill. He goes, the first thing he says is, Hello, greetings to all, this is Aridef. A-R-I-D-E-F, and this is how it's spelled. We understand that in this day, we have but yet another galactic moment. Accessing great deal of earth energy. Now, first, we have integrated a great deal. Oh, I see. When he first comes on, he channels Aradef. And Aradef, A-R-I-D-I-F, he is... He is... Holy shit, I just got hit with some Sasquatch talk. Okay, okay, Chewie says hi. He comes in, and the first guy he talks to is Aradif. And Aradif is some got some European accent, and he's going to set up the channeling channel. So let's see. Now he says, Now we wish to bring something that is just recent, coming to Rob's own excitement, and with and with and with curious exception and acceptiveness and then he licks the inside of his mouth like he had some gum stuck in there from an hour ago mm, he does the, something like that he says we are going to talk to something that exists in your own earth's collectiveness that most of you called bigfoot this is or sasquatch oh don't don't forget about yeti or the abdominal snowman, abdominal, abominable, <laughs> Abdo he's got abs, he's the abdominal snowman, he works out this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, he says each one of these Sasquatch entities 
represents one of its energies. There are many entities that were born, raised within your own Earth collective consciousness. There are some that come from other star systems that have integrated within your planetary collective. And there are some that just come, say, for visitation. We are bringing forth one of the entities that represents the Sasquatch energy. One moment, we will collect with him. Oh my God, here it comes. <laughs> he acts like he's gotten all like into it now. <laughs> the screen fades to black and then he comes back. And he's now talking in this gruff voice. And he goes, so, so here it is. Here it is. The story of who. The story of why. The story of how. My own name is Titalk. I represent a part of your energy with collective. That energy has many named. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Skunk Ape. <laughs> I am only one of those energies. Oh my God. I am only one of those concepts. <laughs> we have been existing in part of your Earth Galactic all over the planet. We are not bound to any of Earth's energy on a permanent sense. In fact, we want to understand our own energy where it resides in the galactic sense so so Bigfoot comes to earth to visit some of them were born here some of them come from other planets just to say hi but basically he's saying that we are really searching for a galactic energy of where we actually come from they don't know. Bigfoot doesn't know. But Bigfoot can travel all over the different planets, Galactes, or whatever the fuck he calls it. And uh, they can't figure that shit out. Oh my god. I'm like in awe of the balls that you have to have to do this shit. You have got to have some fucking balls to do a show like this and say you're actually talking like Bigfoot. He's channeling Bigfoot. This is the first time on the show. He, we have somebody here who says it's his first time he's ever contacted a Bigfoot. What are the odds that you can contact a Bigfoot energy just by saying, I want to do it. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to contact Bigfoot right now. Fuck it. Here we go. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to contact Bigfoot. Hold on. Hold on. Let me take a hit of this shit. <laughs> Hold on, one more. My name is Kumquad. I've come from planet Uranus. I come to the form that you know on your planet as Fatfoot, Hairy Guy, Big Dick, 
and Yeti. I have come to make contact with Richard because he has the ability to channel our species. Yes, I know I sound like an old Indian guy, but believe me, I'm a big hairy guy. We've been down here many years, flying around your moon, flying around your earth, flying around, around, around we go. And where we stop, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Sometimes I see you with your campfires and your guns, and I say to myself, <laughs> I'm going to howl. And I do. And you howl back at me as if you understand me. But you don't know that I just told you to fuck off. Then, as you go to sleep, I will meander around your campfires that are dwindling out. And I look up at the stars and I say, Hey, there's the Big Dipper. And there's the Little Dipper. That's fucking awesome. And then you hear me thinking to myself out loud. And you hear me say, ah, ah. And again I say, Fuck you. You can't catch me because I know trees. I know the woods. I know bushes. I know nothing. I've come from another planet where we lived in water, but we have so much hair that we get weighted down and we have to make little sandcastles. And sometimes the sandcastles will get kicked by a big Brutus guy. And I get mad sometimes. I get really pissed off, man. I'm like, hey, man, don't kick my castle. I'll fucking kill you. And this guy look at me, and he'll give me some look. And I'll look at him, and then next thing you know, we're fighting, and we're in the sand. And, man, you know, sand gets everywhere, you know? I hate that shit. Takes forever to wash out. And then you gotta shave your ass. And you got shaving your crotch, you know, and all that shit. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to stop by your planet and say hi. So, I gotta go. I'll, I'll see you later. Oh, my God. Man, I just can't believe I just contacted Bigfoot. What a wild... Well, I, Jesus, that was great. That was unbelievable. What a story. Oh, my God, I'm dizzy. Woof. Holy shit, what a show. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, oh my God. Um, okay, so uh, we get the point. <laughs> we get the point. Uh, if you guys believe that we can actually make contact... <laughs> if we can make contact with Venusians or Plutonians or any type of strippers out there in Plutonianville... I will, um, <clears throat> I will just love you for it. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so enthralled that Bigfoot would use me to make 
contact and then to hear about him getting in a fight with another bigfoot that kicked his sandcastle down that just made me so like enthralled I, I just can't think of any other word to describe it next week on my show i'll probably be a little gayer just for doing that just so you know fuck how can people do that i don't get it how can you say that i could sit here all day and make up shit and have a channel of just fake shit. Maybe I'll just come up with a new show. The fake show. And everything I do is just bullshit. It's pretty much like that show. That show. That E.T. fucking whisperer show. Is the same thing. It's all fake. Because he's not making contact. Oh. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Best show you've heard in a long time. <laughs> this is not how I planned it. This is not how I planned it. And if you guys want to check this shit out, I mean, I'll put the link in here. I'm copying the link. Here's the link to this. This is this is what I this is what I was watching. I mean, seriously, wait wait till the show's over before you watch it cuz you're going to watch every fucking video the guys ever made. It's that unbelievable. Um <laughs> uh, seriously. All right. So I did the show in reverse tonight. I uh, started off with a story that was just recent. Usually I keep the stories for last. But I did want to talk about two UFO sightings. Well, I know. I'm changing topics really quick. I don't know what else I could say about the E.T. Whisperer and galactic channeling. Um, but pretty much, you know, I'll do anything on the show. Um, I, I figured, why not try it? Maybe I did talk to someone. <laughs> it is procrastination gold. Nice. I like it. Thank you. Oh. Oh. See, people don't realize you suck on a vape pipe for a few minutes and you can actually do shit you never thought you could do. I think vaping and getting high, that's the key to success. That is. That's the key to success in life. People don't realize it. Why are people so down on weed? There's nothing wrong with it. It's a total happy thinker. Makes you think like you would never think before. To me, I, I'm just vaping, but, you know, for the show, I'm getting high. But I'm not. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah take it as you want. But I did want to end the show real quick, because I, I, I think I said I was going to talk about the Baltic Sea UFO. And <laughs> I'm glad that we did that part right there, because I, I did not think that I would be able to find the galactic channeling that quick. That was just awesome. I can't believe it. All right. So there was this sighting, not a sighting, but um, a crashed UFO in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And this is real, even though the video is on one of these channels that posts a, a lot of UFO stories. A lot of people are against secure team 10 and i told angel this and a lot of people think they all they post is fake shit but they don't they post all good stuff i promise you secure team 10 maybe when the guy first started he was posting all sorts of shit like that he didn't know that was not real but i've watched this since august and i get the videos daily whenever they come out and this is a legitimate story that has uh, popped up on the internet too. It's a crashed UFO found in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Um, this is from 
today. So I saw this this morning when I woke up. And there is there is a, um, hold on, on Google Earth you could search it. All you need to type in is Starbuck Islands. And if you go to Starbuck Island, you'll see it's not a big island. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's like Gilligan's Island. And very small. Um, it's uninhabited. And it's it's like a coral reef island. And most of this island is underwater, but it's only five and a half miles five miles wide and two point two miles wide. But all you have to do is go on, look up that island, and you can see there's a pair of skid mark tracks, like real long tracks, and that they are measured 4,000 feet. The object skid, there's two parallel lines. This, these track marks are skid marks dug into the sand 4,000 feet. And at no time you can tell. There's no breaks, no spaces. This object or objects, well, it's one object, it slammed into the ocean, um, into the planet and into the ocean, into the planet. Did I just say that? It slammed into the island and it slid 4,000 feet and then finally came to a stop about 1,300 feet offshore underwater. I'm going to post the link into the chat room and you can take a look at it. And this, if you're if you're familiar with this, this reminds me of the Baltic Sea UFO. It doesn't look like a boat, but this object crashed into this island and slid 4000 feet to a stop underwater. 1300 feet of the skid mark is underwater. And it looks just like or similarly to the Baltic Sea UFO. And then we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Um, but this object, if you look at it, it kind of has a shape where half of it is almost like a half circle. And then it kind of cuts off at a, a right angle like a V it's like the Millennium Falcon type of shape. Actually, it is, and it looks just like the Baltic Sea UFO, but it's got a real strange shape. And it looks partially dug into the sand. Now, if you go off to the north side, this is on the, the west side of the island, but if you go to the north side, there are these black dots that are on the coast and you can see, now if you looked at this, you can see to the top side or what would be, let's say the top of the video is north, because it is, and the left is east, the right, the left is west, the right is east, and down to the bottom is south, just like a regular compass, a map. But to the right of this craft, it looks like there may have been a, a blast or the sand got disturbed it looks like an object may have come out of the UFO 
and you can see the square blocks just north of it in the in the deep cut into the sand what are these I have no idea but it's very strange and then if you go over to the center of the island and go to the beach on the north side there are these black dots that form like a W now I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Guardian video with the from a long time ago in Canada there was supposed UFO landing in this lady's um, field and to the left of the UFO there was a sort of fire that was going off like several different points of light that looked like fire and the Guardian sent this tape to somebody I can't remember his name and said watch this and Guardian put his thumbprint on the, the VCR tape and the video showed a UFO and to the right of the UFO was this fire now I'm thinking if this here was a real UFO crash in the in this island and whatever was inside got out and found its way to the north side of the island on the sand out of the water this may have been fire or a signal that was just like in the Guardian video that was giving out his you know his coordinates where to go pick them up so I think it's possible or it could have been different pods you know from maybe there was like 20 different aliens inside of this thing who knows maybe these were each one of their capsules they sat in it it burned in the sand I don't know what these black dots are but it reminds me of the Guardian video that in that Guardian video maybe this UFO came down in this lady's backyard in Canada back in the late 80s early 90s and the fire that was in next to it was you know a beacon but the next day when she went out there there was no fire on the ground there was nothing burned it was just strange as hell that these this light disappeared but here we get black dots in the sand I don't know what they mean if you go to like the 515 mark or so if you go to the 533 mark you can get a really good view on it and see what this is it it doesn't spell out anything that I could see but it is awfully strange and then just to the south of it are three other dots that are equidistant I don't know man it's it looks like one's on the beach and one's on the, the highest point of the island it's like if you were to get stranded this is where you would want to go to get picked up on the, the highest point of the the island or on the driest point you know near the ocean of the sand the beach very crazy very very crazy well earlier this week I posted uh, an update on the Baltic Sea UFO if you aren't familiar with the Baltic Sea UFOs yes there's two UFOs there has been and I don't know how new it is but there has been some evidence they went down and looked at it some uh, Ocean X team went down there several years ago and cracked off a piece of this UFO which was basically rocks they thought it was rocks but come to find out we, we see the results of those rocks and it looks like it was um, metallic in nature and it looked very transistor like it had 
all sorts of different angles in it. It looked like the inside workings of a computerized something. It looked like a brain, mechanical brain of something. It was very wild looking. I'm trying to look for the video. It's so strange I can't find it. Hold on, I'll find it here. Did you see the row of alien towers found on Mars? That's crazy, too. If you go to Google Mars, you can see um, these three towers that were found. Very wild. Where is that? that now, this is really strange. Because I know for a fact that I have the Baltic Sea UFO somewhere here. And I can't seem to find the video anymore. How can that be? I had it right here. I was looking on my Facebook page and I couldn't find it. Is it deleted? Did they take it off the internet? Is that possible? Can they do that? Hold on, maybe it's further down. Maybe. I don't know, man. Samples from Baltic Sea Anomaly. Here it is. Strange pieces from Baltic Sea UFO. Alright, here we go. This is from. Son of Ma Barker. Well, I'll give you the link. We're almost done with the show. Yeah, we got to do some serious stuff once in a while, I guess, right? Here's this, if you want to take a look. That's, you may have not seen it. I don't know. Strange pieces from the Baltic Sea UFO. Strange night, too. You know, I thought there'd be a lot of people watching on Facebook. Nobody's here. Nobody's watching. I don't know what happened. I guess the show sucks. Nobody likes the show. It's their loss, right? Okay, here it says, If we would assume that the large circular object lying at the bottom of the Baltic Sea is made of this material... And I just want to see then no wonder the scientists were perplexed. I wish I can show you guys. Let me show this to the people on Facebook. Check that out. What is that? That's in the rock, man. How could that even be real? I don't understand. It is there showing and it looks amazingly dynamic. I don't understand what it is. It's the most bizarre looking thing I've ever seen. But um, it looks like different designs. It looks like I don't even know how to say Okay, I guess the only way I can explain it it looks like a huge, huge puzzle. Like different grooves in this thing. It's just weird. If you're not familiar with the Baltic Sea UFO, it looks like the Millennium Falcon. There's two UFOs down there. And there's two skid marks on the ground. And they both hit at the same part on the ground, underwater. But it, you can see one of the skids went to the left and the other object went to the right. So they went two different directions, but very close to each other. And here it says, at the bottom of the Baltic Sea, between Sweden and Finland... 140,000 years ago during the last ice age an object of a 747 or 60 meters wide skid uh, skidded in on the bottom of the sea floor and was buried under 90 meters of water 
200 meters from the anomaly lies another anomaly with the same skid pattern and similar look. Here, and it looks like this, if you're not familiar with it. Yeah, that was it. There it is. You can see how long the skid is. It says, with 1,000 foot long skid mark. What the hell? I don't know what this is. Oh, this is so weird. Well, anyway, I don't understand what it is. But Ocean X went there, and it looks awfully real. They When they went down there, and, uh, well, they sent a robot down there, like a little submarine. And then all their instrumentation started one by one going out when they were above this object. So they actually sent themselves down there to look at it, and visibility was really bad. And then one of the guys chopped off a few pieces, and that was the video you just saw. But they went down with sonar, and nobody, nobody knows what this object is. Nobody knows. And it looks like the Millennium Falcon. Isn't that weird that it looks like that? You ever hear that? That they said, uh, truth is stranger than fiction? And in this case, it really is. So it's the size, it says uh, they reference the uh, 747. So it's the size of a 747. Anyway, that's the Baltic Sea UFO. That's the update. The update that I found is that the um, the metallic, the uh, the metal underneath the rock portion is bizarre. When a long time ago, when I was like 13 or 14, I had a dream, and the dream was of a a UFO coming out of a thunderstorm and going into my backyard. My backyard was about an acre long, but the UFO tilted like it was a disc but it tilted and then it angled itself down towards me and when I went to look at it up close and it looked like the metal pieces I just watched they looked like a Tetris game you know Tetris has the right angle blocks it has T squares it has all different angled blocks well that's what the UFO looked like in my dream and then I see the metal part here, and it looked just like what I saw in my dream. Very strange how... See, I believe UFOs, some of them, have the ability to shrink in size or get bigger. bigger. And they do it by the way they're built. They're all built out of, I think, one big slab of whatever. But they have the ability to change its shape I don't know you know bigger smaller shrinker bigger whatever anyway strange stuff well anyway that's the show for this week thank you for joining us it was a lot of fun and next week we will be back with more fun next week I would have seen Rogue One because it comes I'm gonna see it Thursday night at midnight so I would have seen that, so we'll review that, and then we will also talk about other UFO reports that have come up in the, the next week, and next, next week we'll do an end-of-the-year show. We'll pick our favorites and go over that. And we're going to bottle up this show. I want to thank uh, Sebastian, um, William for showing up every week, and Jesse for hanging out. 
Jesse has UFO Not Radio, which is on Monday night, so check that out. It's at 7 p.m. Pacific, I believe. And come here on PSM. Skywatcher Radio is on Tuesdays, and other shows are on every day. So this is the Rich Giordano Show on PSN Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. Until next week. That means goodbye. That's in Sasquatch talk. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, the E.T. Whisperer. That was great. Great stuff. See you later. Adios. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. See you, see you. Toto. Bye-bye.